Um, welcome to Book Market. That's Malia. I'm Hannah. Um, Hi, we're yeah. here to talk about A Court of Thorn and Roses, and you're here to listen. Uh, you could talk in your car or on your walk or whatever you're doing, uh, but people might think that's a little weird. Maybe. Fuck them. <laughs> Who cares? I don't know if I'm great at introing these. No, you are great. You're doing great. And I think we should let the people know uh-huh. that we are doing this maybe a May or may not be, but be prepared for it to be a, a little bit of a longer episode because yeah. this is our season finale. And yeah. as you pointed out so brilliantly, all season finales are a little extra long. Yeah, we're just giving you a little bit more of what you want, Yeah, which is our voices in your ears talking about things. <laughs> that have like real fairies. no weight or merit <laughs> or any sort of um, impact on the real world, but they do have an impact on my real world. I realize how you Corinthian, specifically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. How have you been since I last talked to you a couple minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> We're recording these back-to-back. As I, we I'm do. I'm okay being transparent about As that. As we do. And, you know, it's. I think it's okay. Um, have you learned anything in the last week that you'd like to tell me about? Okay, that was too much on the spot. I wasn't know. It? I was like, "Have I?" I learned was just anything? trying to think of think so. conversation topics we could do. I know, well, I was trying to think if I had learned anything. I, I feel certain I have. I don't know a it's lot. It's important of stuff. to continue your education even into adulthood, Malia. Uh, well, that's what did you learn? That you say that I've learned nothing. Oh. Um. No, but I I did realize. Uh, so during obviously Christmas just happened. And I don't do anything because I don't have, it's not that I don't have family. I just am not in any way, shape, or form close to any of my family. We did invite you to our... Anyways. I'm just saying that you, there were things you could have done. <laughs> but I like sitting at home. And it was really icy and everything. So I was actually really okay with being like in my house. Yeah. Um, and I like when I do that because then it reminds me like I spent four and a half days in my house basically. Mm-hmm going outside when Diego wasn't being blown away yeah (laughs) literally like that Friday he actually like went outside for a few seconds hated it almost got blown away by the gust of wind and just ran back and that's fair um but either way those like being alone in my house or whatever and just like being around it always gives me this moment where I'm like yeah I love doing nothing Mm -hmm. and then after like three days I'm like no I like I've always been somebody who that's not true I learned or I became a person who always wanted to learn more and never like not try to teach myself something. Mm-hmm. So I signed up for this. Uh, it's just like this subscri- subscription program for courses mm-hmm. and it, like, you can literally do everything or anything. So I like was masterclass like, sort of, but they're like, um, but it's not masterclass and it's like 30 bucks a month and you can do everything from business to design. Cause I was like, I mean, I was going through all these things of like what I want to do next year and the things that I want to accomplish. And so that's what I started doing. I was like, I'm going to get ahead of my, my list. And I realized I was like, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know technically, but I know in unconscious competence. And I'd like to be more consciously aware of some things and like be able to say like, I know this is exactly what it is. And I can use this correct terminology since I do already in like innately know how to do this or what I'm talking about kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't really learn anything, but I prepared to learn things. And I went through and okay. selected, like, this 
whole course collection of things that I want to that's fun I want to do so I'm going to start that and next year I'm giving myself this time to not do anything okay yeah I like that that's fun yeah what about you um, I learned that when you go on vacation with your family, always get a bigger place than you think you need. Yeah. We had absolutely no personal space. Mm. Um, How'd that go, though? Did you love it? I learned that I love my family. And um, a lot of times the frustration I feel around them is not about what they're saying it's about how they're saying it Mm, yeah like my mom and my aunt especially which they're related they're sisters obviously so they have this way of talking to each other that just sounds like they're like snapping bickering bickering yeah yeah but they're not it's sisters but what's bad is they they talk like that to us too oh no and then and it makes you mad i'm like why are you fucking yelling at me i can't imagine i i mean this in all seriousness like there's not a, a any world i can imagine your mom yelling at you in a way that no they like yelling. snap it's like these little quick whips where it's like they have an attitude <laughs> And it's horrible because it's like what they're saying isn't bad or wrong. It's it's not even negative, but it's like, where does that take you? It makes me not want to be like that because I've had so many instances in my life where I snap like that. Yeah. And it's how I'm saying something, not what I'm saying. Yep. And I finally we were all sitting there unable to do anything else because (laughs) there was nowhere else to go besides sit in the living room together. Oh. And I, my mom and my aunt had both just like snapped at each other. And I was like, I think for Christmas next year, we're all going to go to therapy and and talk about how to talk to each other nicely. Maybe you do it pre-Christmas and you make it a pre-Christmas gift and everyone goes for three months and then you get back together at Christmas. The thing is, is no one said no. (laughs) Like everyone was like, okay. I'm like, so we all admit we have a problem. Well, everyone has... It, that's the thing I think I'm I'm coming to grips with is like everyone has their shit and everyone like there is not one singular person and I say this especially about your mother oh yeah who's like the nicest person she's and she's like we've like we've talked about it episode one probably like the most mommiest of moms yeah and like I've never seen her once be anything other than just like super sweet even when your dad and you are going like ape shit and like yeah being so sarcastic well it's like hers is very hot-headedness it's like these little weird and i notice it more when she is around her sister yeah but you have a brother so you don't get it but sisters they're bitches yeah i mean just sort of like used to them aaron and i have a really great relationship and i was reminded of that as well because gina my brother's wife my sister-in-law She's practically my sister. Yeah. Um, like, she started crying at one point because she was like, thank you guys for, like, making me feel at home. I don't know if this is, might be an overshare. No, it's like her overshare. personal. Well, yeah. Well, she doesn't but listen. But I, <laughs> I thought it was, like, it reminded me of, I mean, I've said it to you before, like, how grateful I am for the family that I do have because I yeah. think, yeah, we bicker, we argue, whatever. 
but like all in all we're a pretty cool unit like we, we take care of each other at the end of the day for sure and <laughs> she literally was like thank you all for like welcoming me into your family and like taking me in like the holidays have always been really hard for me because I don't really have like her mom's all the way in Korea yeah she is estranged from her dad her sister is like and her do not talk so it's like she really doesn't have anyone in her like family family and so she was like it's just really nice to like feel welcome and I was like that's so sweet like it's a good reminder that even while we are bickering or whatever we at least get to bicker like yeah we care about each other enough to bicker I get I don't know (laughs) you're never gonna if there's never gonna be a time in life where you're close to people and not getting irritable with their behaviors or whatever and that's why you go through stints where you like I'll talk to you every day or whatever occasionally but I don't need to see you for a month yeah and that's like even married people go through those phases and that's when I think they probably work longer hours yeah (laughs) Or go out with the moral of the story. It's just get the bigger cabin. Just get the bigger. We were like, oh, this one's fine. It has plenty of rooms for all of us. And I was like, no. we need the bigger cabin. Get the bigger. Granted, cabin. I did think I was gonna spend more time in the hot tub, like by myself drinking champagne. But it was literally like negative ten out, and so I could not bring myself to go outside. Really? Get, it was so cold you couldn't even sit in the hot tub the hot tub just felt like bath water oh my god it's terrible no it was fucking frigid and it was like the bath or the bath the hot tub was over 100 degrees and it just felt like nothing yeah yeah it was it It was was fucking cold i hope everybody was warm it was cold um so yeah yeah well way to go us end of the year do you have any goals for next year that you've come up with yet you asked me this. You asked me this last up two episodes ago. If you have any goals for the new year, yeah, I don't feel like being put on the spot twice. Oh now my I god! I see. I don't even remember them. Like, if you don't, that's fine. Um, Maybe I, it was in the episode we failed to finish. <laughs> well, that explains why I'm asking Maybe. you again. It might have been. Um, I have ideas. I need to write some more tangible ideas. Did you see the thing where the girl she puts a little? She makes a little box and she puts the the year on it and then inside the box she has many bottles of champagne and on the champagne she writes a different goal and every time she accomplishes that goal she drinks the champagne oh i love that That's so cute. cute as someone who's very like reward oriented like even checking something off a yeah, list yeah i was like more of a happy. check i'm a check box so it's like thing. to being able that's like a way of popping the champagne would be like a, i'm checking the box off like, i love that I what a it. fancy way to and then she's like if i don't get something done i just put it in next year's box oh i like that yeah i like that that's cute i know um lauren our friend we should do that on new year's eve that's literally i was gonna tra- i was gonna say that's what she suggested today is sh- we were talking about goals because that's also what i did during my break i took the time to get ahead of mm-hmm. all my stuff and start my lists i have multiple lists of different things it's all over the place yeah um but i was telling her about like some of that stuff and how mm-hmm. i had gone through and done different lists for like personal and business and like mm-hmm. whatever um, and she's like, well, that's what we, she's like, well, you don't have to like go that in depth if you don't want to, but on Saturday we should maybe, she said, we should make a, maybe a rough syntax. I said, okay, cool. Are you doing that? <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> I was like, great. No, I'm we're not making I'm going to work in your office tomorrow so we can all go over it together. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, I said I wasn't going to do that, but we could just talk about it. And she said, 
she thought it'd be cool to do where we all kind of give some very tangible attainable goals that Mm -hmm. we say out loud to each other and then that way we can kind of hold each other accountable throughout the year since um if you guys didn't listen to any of our other episodes we all work together and this is why we're friends because we spend like 89 percent of our time together yeah on the other 11 percent, i'm sitting in my overly priced miniature apartment to get all the value for my money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i like that idea so i'm down cool down to clown love that love that um but yeah i i need to think about well think about your goals and then also think about them when you're um breaking out of our bomb our bomb threat yeah we're doing an escape room (sighs) yeah so we'll come to you live in season two with how that went we've done one before it we did not it didn't go well which it's it's in do i have a superiority complex a little bit I just feel like we sh- are smart enough that we should be able to break out. And I'm like, are we these are. people just doing easier ones? I don't know. Because there's people I know that I know I'm smarter than that have broken out of these escape rooms. I, I just think that maybe we went into it the first time thinking that it wasn't going to be as much, not as hard, as much as it there's was. There's a lot of steps. Because by the time we almost got, we had like one box left to open, we're like, oh, we're almost done. We've got this. And then that's when, lo and behold, we open this box and there's like 14 other, other boxes things to do. And then I had to try to learn Morse or listen to Morse code in like two seconds. It wasn't going to happen. And, and you know, we didn't, when we got to the point where we knew it was like we just time-wise wasn't going to happen, we didn't ask for any more help. And like that's one for me, like, yeah, I want to solve it without having or needing help. But if I'm it's between getting help and losing, I'd rather get help. Mm-hmm. but it's having the like wherewithal to be like fuck it we just need the help i feel to like on. the only way to be able to do them without needing help is if you do them all the time because then Probably. you're like attuned to like the weird little like nuanced Niches, yeah tricky things they do and they do like the bed sheet thing we would have never fucking figured that out no i wouldn't no not at all um anyway so we're gonna diffuse a bomb on saturday for new year's Heck eve because yeah. we are so cool and hopefully you'll be listening to this on New Year's Eve because you are also cool and listening to this podcast on New Year's Speaking Eve. Speaking of what we're here to talk about. We are here to finish out this motherfucking book, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Don't get us wrong. We love it, but we also want to be done it. with it. We want to be done with it so we can move on to the books that we love the most, which are every other book after this. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lot Especially the one after this. Oh my God, it's so good. I think it might be my favorite. Really? Interesting. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe not. No, Carson City is my favorite. Oh, my God. (sighs) When is she going to publish it? Okay. So um, you are covering the summary for chapters 41 through the end of 44. Yes, ma'am. And I'm going to read along my summary along with yours so I can see if we... Match? If I match a little bit. Okay. This is my short and sweet summary for the last next four chapters. Feyre overhears a conversation with the Adder and someone from the King of Highburn. The fuck? <laughs> he obviously doesn't like... He doesn't like the Adder. Why did you give me that face when I said that? What? My first line. I don't wasn't looking at you at all. I was looking at what I wrote. I was like, oh, I didn't write that. And then I was like, oh, 
Next line down, she overhears an exchange. Oh. Uh, there's a big party. Woo woo. Uh, before Farah's final trial, her and Tamlin sneak off to make out like they're in high school and not close to death. Reese saves their ass yet again. Farah and Reese have a heart to heart. The third trial goes down. She has to kill three innocent Fae to win. The third one turns out to be Tamlin, mm. but even though she that. literally hasn't put anything together in her entire life up until this point, <laughs> she somehow remembers the tiniest, tiniest bit of information that she heard twice about Tamlin having a heart of stone. So she stabs him. He's fine. Amarantha gets pissed, refuses to free them all because the wording of the bargain was sneaky. Mm. And then she starts touring Farah. Reese tries to stop her. Tamlin again is useless. And then right before Amarantha snaps Farah's neck, Farah answers the riddle, spine. which is her spine. It's her neck. I know it says spine in the book, but it's her neck, which is your spine. And then remember that time in Mask forty have a in, superiority complex. That's, that has nothing to do with superiority she complex. Says her and then in the next chapter, she says it's neck, and your neck is part of your spine. Oh my god! Do it, I need to get out an anatomy no, book? I don't. I, I believe you. it's. Fine. I wrote. Look, okay, no, it's good. No, I'm gonna I want fucking you to say prove something. to you I that I'm not stupid. I want you to say stupid. something because you're not stupid. Look, I never said you were stupid. In my, in my larger summary opposite. chapter, I said the opposite. In my larger chapter, Feyre answers the riddle right before Amarantha cracks her spine and kills her. The reason I chose to use neck is because spine is stupid, and it really is just her neck. Okay. is dead. The riddle's been answered. Curse is lifted. The riddle was love. Sorry, it was. I'm. I love that. I want to throw this paper in the fire. Don't. It's not a fire made for burning stuff. I mean, technically it is, but I won't. I won't. I won't. Don't I'm do going to resist the inner dialogue that tells me to. Oh, good. Um, that was a great summary. Thank you. It was very concise. Thank you. I, I, have to de- I have to be completely devoid of all emotion when I say it, so I'm sorry I had to go there. Why? Because otherwise I get too embellished. <laughs> emotionally stoked yeah i uh, mean you saw me at the end you saw you you tried to stoke my fire it almost worked it almost it, it did kind of work a little uh okay do you want to start or yeah oh shit i forgot we have to talk <laughs> we do there's oh. some things but i don't uh, mine are out of order so i feel like you'll be um Ooh. irritated by me if i, do I that. won't be irritated it just takes me a minute to like figure out where we are you know yeah um, um let me get okay, while you do that yeah 41 can i well that has something to do with work and this um i'm gonna ask your opinion and since oh. no no people from our company probably listen to this podcast it won't not. matter um but i decided for the upcoming trip uh-huh because it's close to valentine's day obviously the theme is like we're theme is love are you gonna do this riddle i literally wanted to do a get i wanted <laughs> the check-in people to give them the riddle and the first three people to win well at first i was like i want to do it like a riddle that they get like a secret admirer riddle and they have to figure it out and like solve it and then if they answer they get you know like pink okay, AirPods. okay but wait and then i was like i don't know any good riddles and then i was like this yes is, i do this is a good i actually think you should do this because this can be a social experiment for us because we can test this riddle on a group of people unsuspectingly Ooh, and yeah. find out if it really is hard or not. Okay, that's great. Okay. I mean, I get it, but I didn't solve it when she said the riddle. Like, I didn't know the answer. Did you? Yeah. Bullshit. Not like immediately. 
But like after thinking about it and then reading the next couple of chapters, you figure it out. I it did I not, might be Feyre. It did not take <laughs> me to chapter 41 or 44 to figure it out. I'm going to be honest. I don't recall re- figuring it out at I all bet until you did. I read it. You're smart at puzzles. I bet it Sometimes did. Sometimes I'm really not, though. I literally didn't highlight a single fucking thing in Shut 41. Up, neither did I. I just thought it was kind of a stupid Actually, that's show. a lie. I, did. I mean, they, she overhears a conversation with the adder, which is great. Like, you, you basically just learn that the king of Hybern doesn't like Amarantha. And is like, bitch, I will check you. Do not cross me again. Well, that's, that is something that I... I pointed out as well because it's the first time we see Amarantha has been this horrible, like dark soil mm-hmm. point, and you realize that she's not even the tip of the iceberg. There's someone worse than her, and mm-hmm. we've only that's true. We've only heard about the Highburn, I think, once maybe in the beginning, like very like when they were talking about like the history of Perthian. I'm pretty sure in the war. Yeah, it, there wasn't not much though any information about it. So then you find out oh, there's someone worse than Amaranth out there and he controls or, like, is trying to control her in the situation. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was... Uh, well, yeah, he was like, oh, don't forget the King of Highburn could could control her without his little book of spells that right. she's stolen, so... Right. Yeah, but I otherwise... So you get your second... Um, your second thing. Wait, did you ever ask me my opinion? Oh, the it riddle. Was, it was about the riddle. If I should Sorry. do that riddle for <laughs> yes, for the, the secret Valentine card. Yes. Perfect. Because I was like, I don't want to make one up. Oh, I actually did write a question down. Wow. Um, Go me. I do also think that the, the first page in 41, it's kind of the first time she, it's not the first time she recognizes her humanness, but she's going through all of this shit and she finally has this one realization like, Oh, no. She's going to sneeze. I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> I sucked it back into my body. Oh, God. It'll come out full force later. It's fine. Perfect. Uh, either way, she just, she realizes or, like, internalizes finally. Like, she's doing all this for decades. Yeah. Whereas these guys have been alive for hundreds of years prior to her. Yeah. And will live on past her. Um, and that's when, you know, she then drinks drinks the pain away yeah she's spiraling for sure she's given up given in she sure has the only other thing that i really uh latched onto in this chapter personally was um she gets to after she does uh after she goes or she hears that whole talk or whatever she just kind of falls apart again uh, all of her mental breakdowns they're coming on a lot more a lot yeah. faster in she's procession um and she's just she's just kind of losing herself and then all of a sudden hears music in her cell oh, and at yes. first she, she thought she was kind of going crazy but then she realized oh no it's like really uplifting you know music you can assume that the music that that she's heard and had to dance to every night is like real um, I think she even said it, it's like off kilter and like mm-hmm. kind of felt like something was wrong in the first place. So it didn't, it wasn't comforting or I'm fun I'm imagining music. a lot of drums. Oh, really? I was imagining strings, like a lot of uh, like flats oh, and sharps. Oh, well, you know there has to be a banjo. Why? A fiddle, I mean. A fiddle, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Tamlin has to show off his fiddle <laughs> skills. No, Tamlin does nothing. It's true. <laughs> 
Um, so either way, all of this, she's listening to this music and it's really uplifting, like beautiful, great music. And so she finally starts to come back, back to reality or back to her person. And, mm-hmm. um, and the thing that I kind of latched on to at the end of this, and I think is, I don't, it's again, spoiler alert, it's fucked up because we know the, where the music's coming from, Yeah, but she's, she's equating it to... <laughs> To her being in this like beautiful place and it's everything she wanted and um and everything that she loved. The music was Tamlin's fingers strumming her body. It's fucking gross. It was the gold in his eyes and the twist of his smile. Um, it was the breathy chuckle and the way he said those three words. It was this I was fighting for. This I had sworn to save. And that's exactly. That's when I come back to it. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, like, yeah, everyone needs a fucking... He's not that great. He's Nobody's not, that great. That's my point. The point is, is that she's seen all of these people, has heard straight up verbatim that they all are literally enslaved, even if she, Amarantha said, you have to fucking kill yourself. They would literally have to do it. And she's not, like, latched onto that with anybody else and she's still hyper focused on fucking i think sarah's just really overselling the tamlin angle at this point we have read this so many times yeah like i did not feel that way when i first read it no you i you're right because you still like you You were like like oh my god tamlin yes but that makes me question me Uh, yes (laughs) do you not remember when i brought up the whole red flag thing i was like Almost everyone, when they first read this book, they're like, oh my god, I love Tamla, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, just wait. Yeah, but you don't just really wait. see the hard, hard, hard red flags. Like, Yeah, that's, it, even in this I didn't book, notice any of it. In the beginning, though, of this book, even knowing what you know by the end of it, you're like, okay, it was all justified. Because then that comes back to the ethical question of, does yeah. the end justify the means, kind yeah. of, or means justify the end? Um, but you look at it all and go, you know, I get why he did it, but she did mm-hmm. also kill this thing, but it was also kind of prescribed because she was set up, but she was also going to do it either way because she didn't like fairies and she, she saw the fairy in the woods in the first place. She would have shot it if it was between life or like herself or the other thing. It's always mm-hmm. self-preservation. It's mm-hmm. just nature. So like the way he, he did swindle her kind of for sure. Mm-hmm. However, it was a means to justify the end and in the end he still didn't justify the end because he let her go mm-hmm. so like all the way up until the end of this book you I, I was still a tamlin fan because you're like yeah he did all the things he did everything right now in the last these last like eight chapters you start to be like oh tamlin really has been zero percent present oh he's just doing the only thing that he can which is nothing so she doesn't see how to control him but is that true because also in this chapter, they have one interaction, and I kid you not, it took me until right now listening to it to go, this motherfucker uh-huh. did not say a single fucking word to her uh-huh. until right before he had to walk out of the closet. Uh-huh. And even then, it was three words. It was, I love you. You couldn't have said anything else, nothing. Uh-huh. And then I stopped, and I was like, maybe I talk too much, because if that were me, I would have said so many words or <laughs> like it would have just it would have been bad i know so I, I don't i do get it and you're like yeah now you see where it goes but i don't think he was that bad honestly in this book i think it is amplified to the umpteenth degree in the next book oh yeah oh yeah not to saying like 
the trigger like the markers weren't there i'm just saying like it, it just it was not it was justified but doing what he did got them where they were it's not horrible in this book He's no just, but i get i get what you're I'm saying i'm already against him yeah that's mm. the bad part that's true that's true just like how Feyre is already against Reese and she has to change her mind. <sighs> we're already against Tamlin, so we're choosing to find the bad instead of the good. Just imagine if we had read this book live when we like when we read it the first time. We fucking should have. Well, we didn't think about it. <sighs> what a time to do a podcast in 2020. What the <laughs> fuck were we thinking? Um okay. Well, I've had nothing for that chapter, so thank you for contributing. Yeah. Um, there's really, um, do you have anything else for any of your chapters? I do. Okay. Um, I like how, um, well, you obviously want to talk about 42. Which one's 42? That's where oh yeah yeah I they was at the party. go to make out like a bunch <laughs> of little teenagers. Yes, yeah. And of course she's in her paint and whatever, so it gets all smeared. And but I can't one, keep bashing Tamlin. It's all, it's, I just it, don't like him. I it just, literally bothers me so much that she goes to this party. Well, he finally sees like for whatever reason he's not on his little throne being quiet. Mm-hmm. He and he's like, hey, contact. you want to go bang in a closet? But he doesn't even say any of that. He just looks at her and then like... Gives her the old nod. Gives her the nod. It's a douchebag they move. They end up in the closet together. Not And again, this is where I would have started talking immediately. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Are you okay? Can you tell me anything? No. Yeah. Instead, they just try to What's literally the the like let's... <laughs> they can't tell. They've all been ordered not to help her, remember? Mm-hmm. But... It, it is really irritating that she's like, fuck it. We'll just do sex. Yeah. Let me get your belt off. Because, like, what? She's like, this is the last chance I'll ever have. Ugh. That is true. She's definitely in the pits of despair and thinks she's going to die tomorrow. So maybe she was just trying to get it in one last time. Yeah, but then, I mean, of course, <laughs> you know, literally. Uh, then, obviously, our, our boy Reese shows up. What do you say? If if you needed relief, you could have just asked me. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got all the um, quick wit. We he love does. It. He does. Uh, I'm actually shocked he doesn't get more mad at her. And I think like I love that he puts her in his pl- in her place. And he's like, well, he "Are you fucking stupid?" Yeah, and he should. Yeah, I mean, Tamlin, Tamlin should know the better. Fuck you. He literally knows better. Yeah, and this dumb fuck is like, "Let's go hook up." Like you. That's, I think that's what bothers me. It doesn't even matter if it's your last night. He should have been the one. He's 500 fucking years old or 300 year old. Mm-hmm. Like, he's old as fuck. And she's just this dumb little girl. No offense. But, like, yeah. he should have been the one to be like, whoa, I love you. But, like, let's have we some real strategic conversation. some shit out real quick. Let's not just make out in this fucking closet. And that's, yeah, that's, like, it almost shows long term even how he runs his court like Mm -hmm. he's all brash and strong arming he's not like strategic and mindful yeah 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 he's a beast he's an alpha (laughs) gross um um i mean yeah the 
it's a good scene, especially the way Reese like basically saves their ass against Amarantha. But I really, really liked, unless you had something else, yeah. I really liked their heart to heart after the party. That's what I'm saying. That's when I that's when I realized. Like Reese doesn't make her get drunk. He literally is like, just go back to your cell, I'm done with you. Yeah. Which is again, he's looking out for her. But then like he comes to her cell and it's so cute. I do have one thing before that. Mm-hmm. When Amarantha opens the door and Tamlin's with her and she's like, ha ha, I caught you. Mm-hmm. And she's such like a wayward humans. They're always like changing. I, this is one part where I, ident- I identified with mm-hmm. with Farah a lot mm-hmm. because she's like, I had to literally fight my urge to explain. Mm-hmm. Classic trauma response. Just FYI. Learned that. Uh, <laughs> it's true um but like over explaining and be mm-hmm. like this isn't what you think it is and like she had to literally stop herself and she's like Tamlin just had to realize what what was happening I didn't want to do this and I'm just like if he didn't realize it he, he's even dumber than she is mm-hmm. the end the end <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no their cell conversation is great and this is where you see Reese be truly like he's vulnerable for a second he's like, got a very human he, moment yeah like he drops he drops some of the posturing and yeah. and all of that and he's just like i just need a fucking second like and we've all been there where we're like just i need a fucking second and it's just cute i think this damn bitch is running me ragged yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um ah. and Farah finally I mean, she has been over the last couple of chapters, like sort of coming to realize that she shouldn't believe everything that she thought about him um, and was told about him. And I like that Reese explains some of his actions for like the partying and all of that. And like it's um, how, yeah, like you were mentioning it, he really only did all of this to get a rise out of Tamlin so that when in the event that the curse is broken, Tamlin goes absolutely ape shit and just kills Amarantha on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, again, that's Reese just playing the game, knowing people's, like, weaknesses and strengths and being like, I'm going to piss you off so you go crazy. Yeah. And that's when he's like, it's the only way I can convince him I was on your side. Yeah. Um, well, when he, the, the paint. Yeah, like, the reason he he painted her like he didn't ever touch her beyond like you know wrists and her waist yeah like he was always very modest and respectful even though he would like make her get drunk and make a fool of herself like it's not like he was taking advantage of her um he just had to make it look like he He was was. yeah Yeah. um it was all about the uh, illusion but i do think it's interesting that he goes on to say that believe me i would have liked nothing more than to enjoy you well, but there are bigger things at stake than taking a human woman to my bed. You know? And I'm like, where did this weird sexual interest from Reese come from? Well, it's, they're men, and That's she true. literally was like, again, minus stripping, she was stripping for him. But also, like, at this like, point in time, dancing, like, stripper dancing. he didn't even want to be with another woman because he was so traumatized by being Amarantha's whore and, like, having to service her or whatever bullshit. Mm. That, like, he even mentions in a later book how he, like, doesn't, he, like, didn't want to be intimate in that way. For a long time after. 
I mean, again, she's not someone. I just forgot we were on a podcast, and I can't use just my facial expressions. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get, I get what you're saying. I got your facial expression. You're like, he's doing it right here, but he's in the thick of it right now too. They're not out of the situation yet. Yeah, and he's technically someone's like little play thing like he has to bang this woman whenever she feels like mm-hmm. it and he has to pretend like he enjoys it mm-hmm. um whereas like you can have a sexual desire when you're the one in the power play like yeah. it's it, i hate that i'm about to say this but sometimes it's not like sex isn't about sex it's about whatever the thing is and in that moment he actually finally has some power and control like or a higher semblance of it than he normally does over yeah. her so it's I guess probably it's a turn on less about that than more I was just surprised that because it sounds like he's been thinking about like doing it with her for a long time like fantasizing about it well and that's where I'm just it's it feels contradictive to what he says later about how he like wasn't interested in in doing anything like that with another woman I mean but and at this point, she while. literally doesn't mean anything to him. That's true. I mean, yeah. So that's, I just. I get what you're saying. I get Sarah's I just building it, tension between them, too. Like, I get it. Yeah. But I do think that the not wanting to be with anyone for real. That's Like, he's being coy to an extent. Yes. And, like, pushing boundaries. But, like, it's one of those you're in the thick of the trauma at the moment. So you're just, like still trying to have some sense of normalcy and it's not till after it's over where you can actually feel your real feelings and I think that's more what happens is like when it's over then it all hits in like shell-shocked yeah I don't know um anything else on that um not really I mean he hints about the some of the backstory between him and Tamlin which is nice but we really don't find out the details of that till later, so I don't know if it's worth really getting into. Um, but yeah, I mean, Farah knows now that like Reese really has been out to protect her and like keep her alive. Well, more than that, that he's like actually playing a game. He's not just playing a game for himself. Like he's not trying to win something for him. Yeah, he's literally trying to get something for everyone which is to get the fuck out he's again because he's smart and plays the long game he knows this is a ticket out so he's gonna dump into what he can't his resources into what he can yeah to try to make the situation advantageous to all of them uh which is through pharaoh yeah Um, and he's been betting on her the whole time because of that 43 43 is fun um yeah it's really not that interesting oh well i mean it i mean this is the final task 43 the final task she gets her dirty like shit mud clothes back i hope they washed them no they didn't she literally says despite my stench (laughs) i kept my chin high girl we know that did not smell good i would be vomiting i mean like gagging because that i mean not only was it covered in the the poop mud it was also covered in blood from her broken arm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the part, and I don't think, I don't recall reading, I have a couple of things. I don't recall reading it, so you're going to have to tell me who it was. But in this one, mm-hmm. uh, she walks in and she sees Tamlin. Mm-hmm. And obviously in this, the third final task is she has to kill three 
mm-hmm. innocent fairies by stabbing them through the heart mm-hmm. with an ash uh, knife because mm-hmm. um, that will like completely kill them. So she kills the boy and the girl. It's, one's really sad. The other one, I mean, they're all really sad. She gets to the third one. It's Tamlin. Yeah. That's, but when she pulls it off, um, who was the Tamlin in the chair? The it, adder. The adder. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I remember this had to be some shapeshifter. I just can't remember who the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Now that, now that you say that, maybe that makes a lot of sense because she does end up remembering, she heard it twice, but she remembers the time the adder said it where he talks about Tamlin's heart of stone. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I just think it's... Well. But I I just realized, I'm like, oh, maybe her thinking the adder was Tamlin at first and then it turning to him, like, maybe that, like, actually shocked her system to remember what the fuck he said. Like, because she hasn't had a ton of interactions. They've just been really, really, really intense, like, mm-hmm. twice interactions. So, like... Or, sorry, three... T- two to three times is two re- whatever she hasn't had a ton of times with him so it's enough times that it could have shocked her and been like oh let me go back through the stuff that she said because she finally listened to a somebody i don't remember if it was alice and she said don't don't trust your senses or instincts instincts mm-hmm. um but she also that's the one where also she heard it from lucian and that's where I was like, oh, my God, Lucian said it first about the Heart of Stone. Then the Adder says it later. I just think that's a weird part of the whole curse. I mean, could you kill the person that you would sell your soul for? No. What part? Turning his heart to stone. Well, that's the thing. I don't think his heart would. I think his heart was always stone. No, she turned it to stone. When? That was, like, part of the curse. When? Remember, there was no. one last thing? No, I thought the one last thing was that they just couldn't tell her that his heart was made of stone. No, that was, like, the last thing was that his heart was stone. Because, um, do you mind if I... No, I really, like, I want to know, because I thought, I like, the way to I To answer you, this, I have to go to 46. Oh, no, you can't do that yet. We'll get there. I believe you. I've just always... His re- heart is no longer stone after after she stabs him really <laughs> really <laughs> i didn't pick up on it until i read it this time around i literally have always thought that they just couldn't elaborate on the fact that that's what i thought and then i read it again and i was like hold the fuck up that was like the last part of the curse oh. i don't know if it was something to do with how like he was heartless and because you know like amarantha was really good friends with her his dad and he was also cruel yeah and then like Maybe it was some... I don't know. Sarah never really explains it beyond, like, vague mentions. Right. Of Amarantha's ways. Interesting. I can't believe I didn't realize that. That's so weird. I just think... Yeah. See? I also think it's... (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's weird. Uh, But again, it fits the script. It does. Granted, maybe it could be that it was always stone, but I don't. I think that was the last part of the curse because after he gets stabbed, it turns back to a normal heart. God, how did I miss that? Girl, I missed it. I've read this book like 18 (laughs) times. I missed it. I know. Now, um, we do have to say this, or at least bookmark it. (laughs) Um, 
that the girl, the first boy that she has to kill is, like, mm-hmm. this innocent boy who's really, like, freaked out, obviously, and doesn't want to die. Mm-hmm. She has to kill him. The second one is this girl, and she's very stoic and very much just, like, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's saying a prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just one of those, I think we do have to just earmark that one, because that yeah. comes back again in a couple of books. Mm-hmm. So, um... So I like that, and it really sucks. Also, I'm imagining because you know how she like goes back through all of her memories to like try to figure out what's this, what am I missing? Yeah, I'm imagining everyone, and it's just dead silent, and everyone in the throne room is just staring at her, and then she's like, she's got her <laughs> eyes closed or something. Because you know, if everyone was just staring at you, you wouldn't be able to like process. Well, you'd be so focused on everyone else and like freaked out that you wouldn't be able to like come into yourself and go back through all those memories so you know she's just standing there like with her eyes closed being like what what and everyone's just staring at her which i feel like is really funny yeah now i will say this uh i honestly did have a a moment just listening to this chapter going you know you hear it you go yeah i get it you have to do that just fucking stab and move on Mm -hmm. but honestly i did start to really think like could I do that and that's the one where at first I was like she's kind of like self-absorbed and narcissist well she did she knew he wasn't gonna die no 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 I don't mean about him about all the other, oh, two. The other two and not well, that, knowing it was him that the first brings time up the the classic debate it's like the first one you do in ethics class means versus the end that's well it's does one does killing one person to save many is that okay or is all human life equal it's all i mean we don't have to argue that not, it's like a full-blown no debate you have an ethics class like it's one of the first ones they ever bring up no i know and there's just there's there's no good answer well everyone has their own opinion about it well that's i think so that's could you my point is like you yeah you have an opinion about it until you're actually the one in the seat that that's has to I do mean. it so i don't i don't know if an opinion is is valid in my mind is like what oh, would you actually okay. do we don't have to talk about opinion i'm saying would you do it no that's what i'm saying i don't know if i could oh, okay but this is when i had the but moment she would sell her soul so literally this is when i had the moment that she's kind of self-absorbed because she's going through and has like mentally talk herself through doing this mm-hmm. um she kept like she was talking herself like she's not doing this in vain and um and that she's doing it you know for the love of this person and so that all the people here can be free and she's like she is justifying in her mind why why like doing this has to happen Mm -hmm. um but to me it felt like all of her reasons weren't about everyone else it was about like breaking the curse and getting Tamlin yeah and that's where I started to get more irritated and I was like she's so self-centered because like this is impacts every single one of the fairies and all of these people are non whatever don't you think it's weird that that's her reasoning in this scenario but then in later books she's all about the people that's my point I mean she obviously does grow as a person you know what I mean? Maybe that growth is stemmed by this moment. Yeah. I mean, it's a lesson she had to learn. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing that makes sense besides Sarah just fucking it up. 
character development character development um so that happens um i don't think there was anything really left other than she stabs him in the heart after she realizes oh Mm -hmm. she's like she's gambling of course because she doesn't know for sure um that is heartstone but yeah, I mean, she it's a pretty can. safe bet, though, considering Amarantha, literally all she wants is Tamlin. That's, like, her goal right now. Yeah. So Which, why the fuck would she kill him? Yeah. Um, My only other thing about... Okay, so are we good with 43? Because I have yeah. some questions about 44. Yeah. Actually, there was really just... There was one. Mm-hmm. Um, So, of course, she's like, I won. Free everyone. Amarantha's like, uh, bitch, I didn't say win. So yeah. she straight up reneges on that one. Uh, and then, you know, she goes wild and, like, tries to kill her. Or mm-hmm. she literally does. <laughs> now, Resand's... There is two questions about Resand. Mm-hmm. One, he's... Uh, Ye- Resand's yelling for her, like, yep. Feyre, Feyre, pay attention kind of thing. You think that's what he really sounded like? <sighs> Maybe. Um... But do you think that he was yelling that out loud or in her head, like mind to mind? It doesn't specify. And I started to wonder, I'm like, would he yell that out loud while Amarantha was beating the shit out of her? Yes, because, I like, think he did it out loud. Really? Yeah. He he doesn't care about what Amarantha thinks. He literally tries to stab her, too. Well, the, but that's my next thing, is that... And this is why I say this, because Resand, all the way up until this point, has been nothing but strategic cool collected and like extremely um astute in high pressure situations and so i'm wondering why during one of the most pivotal moments yeah fair is getting the shit kicked out of her but like there's been all the other trials there's been all the other situations where she's literally been like like life threatened and he hasn't lashed out like that which I, I almost it, feels like jeopardizes her more. I think he finally sees that, like, Amarantha's not fucking around anymore. Like, she really could just kill her at this point. Like, the bargain's done. The bargain's over. So, like, she doesn't have to keep Farrah alive. She never said she would. So I think, I don't know. I think Reese just, his composure snaps. And he's like, the fuck? I agree with you, though. I think it's a little out of character for him. Well, and the the other part, and I'm trying to... F- of course, I didn't fucking underline it. I don't know why. What? But, like, the way he he tries to go at her... Grabbing the ash dagger? Yeah. It also... Um, oh, here it goes. Uh, I think he just had all these long plans of then, using yeah, Feyre and then they didn't work and he's like the fuck like you know like he was already frustrated the night before and he it's just, just that he knows Amarantha like this thing is like again he's so calculated and strategic yeah. and he then grabs her knife because in my mind he's like fumbling and kind of like not all together maybe like slipping and like running at her like this mm-hmm. that's how I literally picture it just because it seems so chaotic for him to grab her dagger, uh, his bloody knife in his hand, he launched himself at Amarantha, swift as a shadow, the ash dagger aimed at her throat. Mm-hmm. She lifted a hand, not even looking at him, 
and he was blasted back by a wall of white light like he knows her he's it just seems so out of character for him to make those moves if anything i would see him more throwing it like picking up and throwing it not running at her yeah i don't know it just it was like the one thing that seems kind of off about it's in the script i know it just seems off yeah no i mean he doesn't lose his composure like that until way later and i get your point it, but, and it does I mean, make sense. That's why I mean everyone has a breaking point, they and do. I think he thought it was going to go a different way, and so think he's been down there for what fifty years. So he just sort of every now and then your composure has to slip, right? I don't know. I mean, it happens to me occasionally. <laughs> Ever. That's so the only thing I can think to explain it, because yeah, it's it's not normal for him to be. It just seems like he could have done other things that would have still been true to who his character versus like this weird spazzy moment where yeah i don't know and this is the only time or the first time ever that we see tamlin say a fucking word thank god well he only pipes up after reese has like been thrown back yeah he's annoying yeah he's he literally all he says stop i'm sorry i'm sorry for what i said about clithia all those years ago please like the fact that <laughs> now this is how you know amarantha is a petty bitch oh yeah <laughs> like all of this because tamlin talks shit about someone and refused to sleep with her all of it well like, clithia was a touchy subject with jurian and everything so petty you know petty oh, yeah um how about how about pharaoh seeing her broken body through reese's eyes that's kind of weird i don't think she says that until the next chapter but that's okay 401 second line oh oh wait no i don't get it oh it's weird because then she does it again yes Okay, you're right. Oh, the bond went taut. Yeah. But then that hints to remember what happens in the next one. I do. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, The answer to the riddle is love and fair is dead. So that's great. That's what we call a a buzzer beater. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do you get that? That's a sports joke. I just did it, yeah. Buzzer. And then the ball goes through swish. Yeah, buzzer beater. They did it. Technically, the ball would swish before the buzzer. Whatever. She said love, and then her neck snapped. Or her spine, sorry. It can be her neck. Her neck is her spine. I get it. I would just like to say, though, that um, there is one song where she says, my neck, then my back. So it almost feels like they're two separate things. Just wait until we get to 45. <laughs> Just wait. I believe it. So anyways, that's... um. <laughs> we can move on to those. Uh, those those are, like... That's obviously a big chunk of the whole story. Like, that's the build-up. This oh, yeah. is the slingshot. It's what the, Sarah does. She the little builds, stones out of the builds. sling, and it is shot off, and that's yeah. what this is. Um so the snowball is really big, and there's really only two more chapters to this book. And 45, 46, baby. And they're short chapters. So. We need a coin. We don't have a coin. I was thinking maybe we just rock, paper, scissors it like oh, we did okay. that one episode. We can rock, paper, scissors. Um, so what we did, just so you guys know, we're going to just 
roll on through to cover chapter 45 and 46 separately. Um, they're both very short, so obviously there's not a ton. It's just a good wrap-up and then our overall just feelings about the book, the series, or whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah. It's our podcast. Back off. Uh <laughs> But we did decide to each write a summary for both chapters, and then we're going to rock, paper, scissors it to see which one that we do. Only because they're really unfair. And, okay. Not really, because mine would be so short, and you would get the long one. Are you just mad because I have to do more work, or less work, you feel? It's not about the work at all. Uh, I yeah. actually think the longer one's more interesting of a chapter. It sure is, but I'm, you know. Okay, we're, we're going to do one rock, paper, scissors. and Best out of three. Just one. Just one. Okay, fine. On a coin flip, you don't do best out of three. Yes, you do. And um, do you do rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yeah, always on the fourth one. Rock, Kay. paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Bam. Does that mean I get to choose which one I do? Sure. I don't care. Oh, no. Let me see which one's better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think any of them are better. You know what? I'm gonna let you do. I'm gonna let you do the last chapter. Do you want to do the last chapter? It's not about me. You won. Pick. What but you I want to know what you want. But you want to do it because you hate getting the long chapters. I don't hate getting the long chapters. I hate oh, when you try to make me do. That's more. a lie. I want to do 46 because I have a really fun saying in it. Damn it. Fine. I'll do Kay. 45. You, you do 45. I want to see what you wrote on this one too. Because again, 45. One, two. It's three pages. Technically one and a half pages yeah. if you thought if like you count front and back as a singular page. It's fucking short. <laughs> so the summary is like almost as long as the chapter. Yeah. I was really brief in my summary. So I want to see what you said. I said, I've got to stop being so like my sentences are so clipped in these. But Me too, you are. Um, the curse is lifted. Feyre is dead. But because of her bond to Reese, she's watching through his eyes as masks fall and Tamlin stabs Amarantha in the head and rips her throat out. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> Did he really stab her in the head? Right in the head. How do I not remember that? I just remember ripping out her throat. First he stabs her in the head. What is wrong with me? I have to read better. So Reese's strategy worked. I, I mean, guess he, I need to go back and read this he, like, again. He full wolfed out and like became a beast. He wolfed out. Um, yeah, no, he goes So bonkers. obviously Amaranth is also dead. dead and then dead. as Tamlin sobs over Feyre's dead body, each of the High Lords approach and offer a spark. When Reese steps up to okay. offer his spark, he tells Tamlin that this makes them even. And that's all I wrote. <sighs> I love that. I mean, that's, that's essentially all that's essentially all of that <laughs> that's chapter. Literally like we, the entire chapter. I don't even know if there's anything I have to talk about it. That's that's what happens. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, Reese Reese was right. Tam went absolute ape shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to read this for you to to show you how graphic it really is. <laughs> Please go back and read um, it. Tamlin let out a roar that shook the mountain as he launched himself at her. He shifted into his beast form faster than I could see, fur and claws and pound upon pound of lethal muscle. She had no sooner hit the wall than he gripped her by the neck and the stones cracked as he shoved her against it with a clawed paw. She thrashed but could do nothing against the brutal onslaught of Tamlin's beast. Blood ran down his furred arm from where she scratched. Um, You know, the adder, whatever. 
Amarantha screeched, kicking at Tamlin, lashing at him with her dark magic, but a wall of gold encompassed his fur like second skin. She couldn't touch him. A sword hurtled through the air, a shooting star of steel. Tamlin caught it in his massive paw. Amarantha's scream was cut short as he drove the sword through her head and into the stone beneath. No, I do remember that. She, like, does her, like, Claire. Yeah, and then he closed his powerful jaws around her throat and ripped it out. I guess I just missed the head part and just focused on the ripping out your throat. God damn. Yeah. I mean, he straight up impales her. Ugh. Like, you think, like, right through the forehead? That's what I'm imagining. Uh, yeah. Ugh. You know what I think about movies and, like, TV? Because we see it in our head. I was just thinking about this driving to work today, actually. I was like, you know, there's... Murder? No. Someone stabbing someone <laughs> No, I was head? thinking about how you see movies and, like, or how you, how your perspective, like, how you imagine something versus, like, mm-hmm. how directors shoot things and, like, what the story comes out to and how, you know, books hardly live up to movies. Their movie, you know, part. Whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that's really fucked up the more I think about it because the way I see it is the best way and it's really good in my head. So how are these people who are supposed to be artsy and like this is their job, fuck it up so bad? Or are their brains just really not good at it? And that was my thought of this morning on my drive to work going, why can't they be better at making books to movies (laughs) and doing it the way that I see it? I just think you, you have to hire at least a screenwriter that's invested in the book they have to be passionate about it because if they're not invested in the book they're not going to pull out and granted you have a main screenwriter and then you have other people helping like determine that stuff but like if you're not invested in the actual book itself you're not going to be able to pull the correct parts out you know yeah like we would we would be so good better than everyone Sarah we've got you just like we're better at everyone in escape rooms. <laughs> Definitely. What did our sign say? Almost made it. <laughs> I'm pissed. If the same girl is working, I'm going to be slightly embarrassed. I'm going to be like, nah, bitch, we're back. <sighs> All right, 46. We only fail if we quit trying. Shut up. <laughs> okay, 46. 46. 46. Take us home. Um I Fav- get to do the acknowledgments. Uh, yes, kidding. you do. I hope <laughs> you summarized all of those. <laughs> Uh, Feyre is turned high fae by the High Lord's magic. Mm-hmm. She is more than haunted by the murders she was forced to commit. Um, burdened by the tidal wave of chaotic emotion- emotions she hardly let out during the three plus months as a willing captive. I say willing very intently. Uh, she tries to fuck the pain away with Tamlin to assuage her guilt. It's no good. Does not work. Uh, Rhysand and her have a mostly cordial chat, her thanking him for his support, and just as Rhysand bows to say his goodbyes, something odd happens. He locks up and stumbles, looking wild and confused, at Feyre, and then just disappears. Literally. Uh, Wrapping the whole book up with Tamlin and Feyre leaving the mountain, back through the tunnel she entered through, full circle, Mm -hmm. uh, and heading home, quote unquote, to the spring court. Mm-hmm. the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god we made it oh my god and this leads me back to i say this knowing who i am and the fact that they hook up 
like while they're still under the mountain and that's their thing like i get it and that's why i say fuck the pain away uh fuck the pain away anyways uh peaches yeah um in my mind i'm like that's not a thing uh, why are you doing that like focus on what's important and then i'm like I you know what he had to i'm kind of out of that muddy shitty costume <laughs> gross <laughs> but then i'm like also it's me and i am kind of like obviously i over indulge in fantasy level uh-huh. things and it seeps into my everyday life so like yeah, i yeah. actually probably would do that and be like yeah yeah this is definitely a time to bang this is it right now. Let's do it. I mean, uh, you they know, wanted to get their hands on each other. As much as I like to be like, that's insane. I have Plus to be that real is about how it they communicate. That's like their, that's their thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I get you. I get you. Who I, knows? I'm just saying. Maybe I, you would be incredibly I horny. mentally, I'm, I feel I'd more want superior. I'd want a snack and a nap. I, I would probably just be crying. Yeah. And be like, I need some water. <laughs> yeah. And also, what if they made her like go back bird? to her cell and like sleep there? They'd be like, sorry, we don't have any rooms. Oh my God. <laughs> we don't have any rooms? The fuck? <laughs> oh my God. Can you believe that we finally finished that fucking book? Wait. What did the acknowledgments say? No, 409. Uh, I put a hand on Tamlin's heart. A steady beat echoed into my bones. Just wanted you to know that. I. He has a heart now. Maybe the rock just started thumping. No. <laughs> Amarantha turned his heart to stone. Uh. Oh, also, if you go back to 45 on 404, there was my, <laughs> there my body was prostate on the ground. My head snapped to one side in a horribly wrong angle. Ugh. It's her neck. So, of course, she'd want to bang after that. I mean, maybe. Got all long fingers. And no. You're immortal. Remember how you're yelling at me about the spine thing? Oh, yeah. Well, right. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, something that we talk about mostly, it's it's obviously um, not necessarily fantasy related. Um, like, if you want to win anything. I don't know. These, are, it, these moments where I, I go, obviously, this is a fake story, but it's I can't. It can't be completely off base in a, from applying it to real life in terms of she gets to this point where she's like, uh, was that you? <laughs> was that you? Was that your throat? No, was that Is there a demon trying no, to get out? No, I think that was just like a gas valve. <laughs> you know, like a water valve. No? It's fine. Either way, uh, what did she say? She says, in all my imaginings in Amarantha's dungeons, I'd never allowed myself to think of this moment, never allowed myself to dream that um, outrageously, but I'd made it. I'd brought us both home. So again... She's she taking all the credit like Reese didn't get her through. The oh, my God. <laughs> but she's still getting like she's again. It's still about her and Reese and, or not her, Reese, and her, and her and Tamlin. But ultimately, like she never let herself think about winning and getting out of the mountain. And all of this like 
you know, all of the mindset, everything is like, oh, you have to see it to get it. But I'm like, there's been people in tons of fucked up situations that probably never thought they were going to get out of it. And they just had to like, they just kept doing things. It wasn't necessarily envisioning getting out of it. Well, I mean, correct. She borrowed Reese's belief. Like he believes in her. She borrowed that. And then you're right. Like she didn't think she was going to get out of it, but she was willing to do whatever it took to make sure other people aka tamlin got out of it literally just tamlin even though she stabbed his ass but um no i mean i think at the end of the day while she may have been saying oh like i don't think i'm gonna make it out of here alive like she still was willing to look at each prop like she wasn't looking big picture obviously that was her goal one at a time but she just took it one task at a time kind of thing yeah. Which was probably why she was able to keep her sanity as long as she did. Compartmentalized. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. She's a made-up person in a book, <laughs> so who fucking Truly. cares? Who fucking cares? Uh, Obviously we're enough. so good we at do. spinning things into, like, really big, dramatic Yeah, they mean nothing. They issues. literally mean nothing. It literally means nothing. I mean, the writing means something to us. Obviously, it's entertaining. Oh, it's a great book. It's a great and book. And it's fun to talk about because... Sometimes I do want to get deep and intellectual, and sometimes I want to just be like, that bitch is crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, this is the end of season one, 2022, season one, Bookmark It Podcast. Um, See, like, the, you know Sarah's fucking in love. It's not fair. Yes, she is with her husband. I know. Do you want me to read the acknowledgments? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, he's her last acknowledgement. Of course. It's... This book is for you. It's always been yours. The same way my heart has been yours from the moment I saw you on the first day of freshman orientation at college. God. I'm the luckiest woman in the world to get to spend my life with you. Thanks for proving to me that true love exists. God damn it. I should have gone to college. Girl, I did. I didn't get anything out of that. Okay, great. No no regrets. Regrets. No regrets. (laughs) Then... I still, I'm just... Imagine if I married my college boyfriend. A, his name was Mike, so I'd be married to a guy with the same name as my dad. B, he's bald now. <laughs> Nothing against bald men. It's just not my cup of tea. I literally just had that conversation today with someone. I was like, guys can bald in their 20s. Yeah, some people like baldness, do. though. Some people do. I... I have a friend Don't. who's like literally super into bald men. It's like her <sighs> thing. I was like, wow. I didn't know. I didn't know you like eggheads. No offense. There went our three listeners that are balding. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but Okay. I'm, yeah. Well, that's the book. That's the book. We're going to, season two will be A Court of Mist and Fury. Yay. It's going to be good. We're going to do bigger chunks, summaries. Yeah, more like dis- the last three episodes. Yeah, longer discussions. Uh, maybe we'll talk Some about... Some arguments. We'll learn new words. Words. Um, and just remember, if by some beautiful magical chance fucking book three it of crescent happen. city comes out while we're happen. in the middle how, how do you know how do you i know? don't i don't think why would you say these i things? don't think it'll be out if we're lucky till late next year she's already admitted that right. it's late sarah i'm gonna need you to get your shit together because at first she said like spring 2023 there's no way how is there no way there's no way tell her editor to edit faster i also did see on my facebook group thing that 
they were at one point thinking of doing a throne of glass tv series too or there was like word out that there was going to be one and then it was canceled but um, that's fair especially the way it ended it doesn't deserve a series (laughs) that's fair uh but the first book the first book would be a good mini series assassin's blade yeah no yes I, throne I mean, of glass. I think Assassin's Blade and Throne of Glass, honestly, both of those would be great yeah. as, as like, a, a limited series. Yeah. Um, Where, like, you... Because you still kind of have a finale to it without having a even finale. Even the second book. Yeah. Honestly, up to, like, Air book Fire. three. Is Air Fire number two? I don't remember, honestly. Uh, something like that. Throne of Glass... Air of Fire is one of the I my. I'm pretty sure because that's when she goes across the pond, right? I know I just listened to it like a couple months ago, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the A Court of Thorns and Roses is still in the, in the mix for becoming a series. It should be. <clears throat> On Hulu, yep. Um, and I didn't realize that the way that it got out and I was like, this was so contrived. Obviously it wasn't just like when Sarah's husband's Instagram is called like the real Papa Moss or something or like Papa Moss. I don't like that. I'm obviously not. You think she up. calls him daddy? Oh my God. Probably. <laughs> uh, I just made myself uncomfortable. <laughs> but do you think that they do cosplay? Cause I think that they do. I swear to God, if one of them wears ears, I'm that's literally what I was thinking. I was thinking elf ears. I was like, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, how can you be all like on this level and not do some cosplay? I I just don't believe it. Even if it's not like outright, like out in the world cosplay, like you know, you do that in your bedroom, you freak. I'm just saying on on Sarah's official website, it mentions absolutely nothing about the third book. It doesn't say coming soon. I absolutely soon. don't want to no, believe that. No artwork has been released. No name has been released. Let it me doesn't live. say coming soon. It Let doesn't say coming May. It, it doesn't say anything. Let me just believe. Can I believe? Crescent City. Um, book three. But the way that they got out about what was it? it was some press release either way he posted a first a picture on his instagram of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and was like i haven't posted in a while and it's just of this like pb and j but really it, there was like a book with a manuscript on the side and like that's how it got out because he took a picture he didn't mean to and i'm like he fucking so fucking to. contrived get no out of here that's stupid absolutely not please tell me how the third crescent city book already has 315 ratings on Goodreads. Who's got... Oh, sorry. No one has it. No Who's one has it. Who's got the ratings? Calm Who down. did it? I got too close. I got no, too excited. No, people are just saying... What are the people saying, Hannah? It, it's all speculation. It's like <sighs> if, if, if... Fucking... Don't do this to me, people. I'm upset. Anyways, um, so yeah... Everyone's saying 2024. I'm telling you, we'll be lucky if it comes out next year. Anyways, so fine. We'll just do A Court of Miss and Fury. And maybe with this new format, we'll actually get two seasons in next year. Maybe. I could see that happening. Same. I know, it does sound like a washing machine, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what kept throwing me <laughs> off. I was like, what the hell? I don't know. Maybe it's the fireplace. I don't know. Um, I mean, it doesn't say when it's coming out. Well, that's perfect. You know what? Maybe that's good. Maybe that's good. It gives us time 
to really connect more dots i think maybe next season we actually put the board up we we maybe we spend a month in january take january off and we actually do maybe january and february and we do a, a board with a layout of all of the connections I we obviously keep it in your apartment. Second that idea. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks thank for you. rating and reviewing. And um, to our three listeners who aren't any sort of family or feel um, some sort of obligation. <laughs> yeah, basically that is a friend that, that has to say they listen to at least part of one episode. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And um, we do really want to know all the things that you think about these books. We would love to have more insights or perspectives to measure our own up against maybe next season we can do what we talked about doing and bring on a couple people who know absolutely nothing about this series oh, love that. and just make them join in the conversation i love that we're gonna have to get more microphones then, that's okay okay um we should have people on the next episode or the next season i think it would be fun we'll have to plan it out so it's a good chunk of chapters where they'll be really fucking confused we only have three friends anyways and i think that we should do each one of them separately okay they're in the hot seat. Yeah, and they're all very different people. They are. So I like that a okay. lot. Okay. I like that. Should okay, you guys a, don't yeah. bother giving us your opinion because we're going to do it regardless. <laughs> yeah, not on that, but on the books. You can give us those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, maybe we'll get better social media next year too. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe we'll go live and do no. <laughs> Instagram live. No, I can't. Live a session. I'm, we might. Okay. You never know. I'm going to get a cardboard cut out of myself for you to do that with. <laughs> but what if you were just on drugs and you didn't realize it and you're like, let's go live. <laughs> I would never say that on drugs. <laughs> you might. Okay. Maybe you wouldn't. We'll see. We'll <laughs> oh, see. Okay. <laughs> okay um okay well, we gotta go like year. really please shut the fuck up we gotta go yep bye. i wasn't talking to you i was talking to them no yeah bye okay bye bye bye, bye.